Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. This is Anthony Alex from the Angry Mailman podcast, and you're listening to another fine show from the From Page to Screen Media Empire. Hey guys, this is Ace Marrero from the movie Madison County. Hi, this is David L.G. Hughes, writer-director of the film Hall Bowl Suites. I love the pace and the fastness, and I love the fact that you just roll with it. Hi, I'm Eric England, the director of Contracted. Hi, I'm J.K. Amanu, the writer-director of Aviation. Hi, I'm Brando Benetton, director of Nightfire. My name is Nathan Whitehead, and I wrote the music for Beyond Skyline. Hi, this is James Kellen Brussack, the writer, director, and producer. Hi, this is Ben Lloyd Holmes from the film The Expedition. This is Dominic Burns, the director of Allies. Hey, Stewart, paint the screen.com up in my bunk, please. Sneakers, yeah, that's my motorcycle running and tracking over my fucking sneakers. Jamie's with Dom, Dean Peter, and Chris. I'm Neil Johnson, I directed Rogue Warrior and The Time War, and I crucified Adolf Hitler. From, from page to screen. to screen. Hello! <laughs> that is not the nice, relaxing way that we're meant to start spod- podcasts. Podcasts? What the frick is one's podcast? Podcast. <laughs> Technology being an arse. Yes. Thank you, Skype. Yes, exactly. Well, it's working now. So you're here. I'm here. Stu Miller isn't here because work's been horrible to him. So, you know, oh. we were going to have Stu Miller on, but now we're not. So he will return another week. Okay. So he's obviously wearing Bob's hat this week, isn't he? <laughs> <laughs> Bob, we remember him, do we? Well, yeah. just. How are you, Rob? Uh, I'm fine. I'm uh, I'm dressed as an Eskimo at the moment. Oh, he's still with the still with the boiler issues. Yeah, but boiler died for everybody listening. Yeah. Um, uh, almost a week ago now, so um, the house has been very cold. Well, actually, more than very cold. At times, you can literally walk outside and it's warmer. Yes, so I don't you... understand how, really how that works. How that house inside can be colder than the well i suppose it's the sun it is well it is the sun <laughs> it is the it's the human beings wandering around outside and it's the fact that outside gets ventilated whereas yeah. inside is like a bit of a freezer sort of thing isn't it so but i have one of those um kind of fluffy oversized <clears throat> wearable blankets with a hood so i'm sitting here wearing that headset on hood over headset um and uh actually i'm quite toasty yeah t- talk in for an hour and a half will warm you up yeah. you will be fine this is why you need to finish your dalek because you could put a fluffy interior inside the dalek and just you sit just, in there just stay in there never mind anybody else in your household you yeah. need you need to look after you well, always of course, the, yeah. It's always the case. And, and the best part about that is if you fancy a trip out, you don't have to use your legs, you know. Right, come on, Dalek, take no, me somewhere. Exactly, you just, you know, carry up. So other than boilers not working, issues with cars and graphics cards exploding, hmm. how's life with you? <laughs> Otherwise, very good. Yeah, other, other than those three disasters, <laughs> life is very, very good. How about you? 
I'm all right. I'm 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 back in the office tomorrow night. Oh. <laughs> Abel's listening to this now. He will probably be listening to this before he goes back into the office. But, uh, yeah, we're, we're being made, uh, not asked, made to go back into the office as legally we have to because the pandemic's all over with now. So we got through it, Rob. Here, oh, well done. Here in England, we got through the pandemic. It's all gone now. I, I can't believe that, you know, your country is no. so close to my country. Yep. And, you know, everything's back to normal. Well, I wish it would happen here. The difference is we have got Pinocchio Boris in oh, wow. charge of the country. So he is looking after us all in between birthday parties and being ambushed by cakes mm-hmm. and lying about animals and just being a big old lying alleged shitbag, basically. Um, but yeah, so we've got him looking after us. The pandemic's all done, uh, so it's good. It was uh, we've we've come out of it nicely. We don't. I, I, I suppose actually, Boris is a um, kind of a, a great metaphor for COVID in uh, England. Um, just like his head, uh, COVID's been swept under the carpet. It has been swept under the carpet, just like all the crumbs from the the birthday cakes. <laughs> which uh, were work meeting cakes actually we need to we need to start calling them but yeah that we don't have to wear masks anymore which is kind of weird not weird that we don't have to wear masks but it's weird that you don't have to wear masks anymore but you now see in England more people wearing masks than when you had to wear masks. I'm that, sure if people actually go back on these podcasts and listen to me and you talking about this over 12 months ago, we said two all years. These people ca- yeah, all these people campaigning um, that you know why should we wear masks? You know, it's it, it you know it's um, against my freedom and everything. We we said back then that if the government said don't wear masks, yep. you're not allowed to. Everybody would be uh, protesting. It's my light, legal right to wear a mask. It's like telling children, isn't it? Don't don't let me catch you eating vegetables. Yeah. I will. <laughs> if I catch you doing your homework, oh, you're in trouble. They do the homework and eat vegetables. But it's yeah. We went out the other day, and it was just strange. And you, there was a, a massive increase in people wearing masks. And she said, human beings are the strangest of species. Yeah, <laughs> they really are. I'm 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 feeling more like Sheldon. Each day that I wake up and I venture out into the world, I'm like, mm-hmm. you know what? I don't think Sheldon's that weird anymore. I'm kind of, I, I kind of sympathise with it. Maybe that's because I've been watching Young Sheldon and I'm trying to, you know, think, oh yes, I'll be like that. It's so much easier. But just people are well, just weird. Speaking about Sheldon and the Big Bang Theory, yep. I'm wondering because you get away if uh, we quickly knocked up, uh, kind of uh, uh, not a shell bot, but but a stew bot. It would, and, it would have uh, to be sarcastic, so we need a sarcasm chip. Well, well, you'd you'd be there on the screen, you know, uh, monitor duct tape to moving tank, and yeah, you know you could be. drive into your office and say, right, nobody come near me. I try, tried. Those, uh, oh, you tried. I no, I didn't try to show, but I tried to get out of going in the office. I just thought, right, how can I get away with doing it? Because there's two reasons I don't want to go in the office. One, I don't want to go in the office. Mm-hmm. Two, it's because I don't want to go in the office. It's because you know I don't. I'm not one of these that thinks, oh, I'm going to go outside and I'm going to catch a virus and get sick and get really ill. Although yeah. that is a concern because I was really sick and I was ill and I took a week off work and lost, like, you know, money. Yeah. Uh, it's also time because it's mm-hmm. like, well, I'm going to have to set off at six o'clock tomorrow. Whereas if I'm working from home, I can set off at five to eight. Mm-hmm. It'll be better. And also when I finish work, I can be in bed by five past seven. Whereas yep. I will be in bed by about quarter to nine. Uh, and it's just for one shift, which is fine. It's better than four. 
but uh, but I tried. I sort of messaged my boss and I said, look, I get that everybody's got to be in the office for this one day because it's apparently it's something to do with mental health, to looking after everybody's mental health. They don't realise that making us go in the office is fucking with our mental health even more than <laughs> it would be staying at home. Uh, but that's, that's a whole other topic. So I, I sort of messaged and said, look, I said, I, I've recently had Omicron. Yes, I'm negative now. However, my medical status is exactly the same. I've been double jabbed, yes. I haven't had my booster because I had Omicron and I've got to wait 28 days to get it. Mm -hmm. So I could catch it again. Who knows? It's possible. So I said, look, I'd rather not go into the office surrounded by people because last time it was a mess. There was people within like 30 centimetres of me and every time somebody behind me moved, it banged my chair. That's how close they were. So I said, look, can I skip it this time? And then if there's another day in the office, then fine, we'll cross that bridge when I come to. I thought that's my best bet to go mm-hmm. he- to go health health. Bet. The reply, no, sorry, legally from the 27th, uh, it's all over. And as our <laughs> office day is the 28th, you've got to you've got to come in. And that was it. So I just replied back, going, okay. And then I didn't speak to her for the rest of the night. I thought, I'm not interested. Mm-hmm. It's fine. It's done. Uh, I had my one to one the day after with my boss, which was very funny. Because uh, there was a guy who used to work at our place and he left in August. So, you know, he's not currently working there. But he, I think like two, three weeks ago, he just decided he was going to jump in front of a train. Oh, Uh, lovely. Let's just say the train won. Um, You know, without going into two details, the train, train one person didn't. And young guy, probably only mid-20s. So, you know, young guy. not necessarily work-related because, like I said, he'd left in August, so whatever problems were bothering him were either still with him or were outside work stuff anyway. But, you know, our workplace, like, freaked out. Oh, no, somebody who used to work here took their own life and blah, 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 blah. So then normally we get a half-hour one-to-one every two, three months. Supposed to be monthly? No, it's not happened. The last one I had, I think, was probably September. So mm-hmm. this is how frequent they are. So I asked my boss, I said, right, how... Is, what's the reason that they're, they're double time? Why are they an hour compared to half an hour? And she said, oh, it's because of this person. Oh, so I won't name the person that, that took their life, whatever, but it's because of them um, and the, the company's concerned about everybody's mental health. All right, fair enough. Okay, not that concerned that you're making everything go back in the office. Mm-hmm. So my one-to-one was, so how are you? I'm okay. You know, I'm fine. Uh, and I just, I pretty much, I won't go through everything, but I pretty much said that I was bored out of my skull. <laughs> uh, my motivation was one out of 10. Uh, that the, the, it's exhausting. Just, um, I do, so all, right. So basically I've been where I work for six years, right? And mm-hmm. I pretty much, it's not arrogant, but I know pretty much everything because I've been there six years. Mm-hmm. There's not a lot I don't know. I'm like you. I always want to learn the things I might not necessarily need to know, but can help somebody else out, can help me out and all that sort of stuff. So I'm one of them sort of people. So I know everything. But over the past few months, it's all been about, this is how many contacts you need to speak to per hour. And so therefore, any help, any knowledge, whatever that anybody else is getting from me, zero, none. So effectively, I'm just there to be a fast typer. So mm-hmm. it's like, okay. So I went through all that in my one-to-one. I said, look, I've been here six years. To be honest, if it wasn't for the pandemic, I'd have gone by now because I'm bored. I've gone as far as I'm going to go. 
people who aren't even nearly as intelligent as I am are being promoted. So mm-hmm. clearly I'm not the right character fit for whatever it is. I'm just, I think I'm getting to the point where I'm just ready to move on to something, blah, blah, blah. Uh, motivation's terrible, uh, blah, 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 blah. And it's like, okay. And then that was it. So I'm like, <laughs> clearly, clearly you really care about mental health then, don't you? It's just like, oh my God. But oh, that, thanks for that, Stuart. Great. We'll yeah. do uh, another one in a month. Yeah, it's pretty much. It's pretty pretty much what it was. So, you know, and I, pr- I sort of said to her, I said, look, I said, I'm not about to, you know, I'm not sitting here crying into a Pepsi Max can or anything. I said, but I don't enjoy my job anymore. I'm still really good at it, sort of, but I'm cutting corners left, right and centre and, and fobbing people off customer-wise because I have to. Otherwise, I'm not going to hit X amount per hour and then mm-hmm. we get into trouble for that, blah, 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 blah. Oh, I don't see any evidence of that. I'm like, well, I suggest you look more because trust me, <laughs> trust me, I'm doing it. I don't want to do it, but I have to. And it's so it's going to be an interesting shift back in the office tomorrow, shall we say? You know what I'd do if I were you? I'm just going to go in and it'll be like a hello at the beginning. And I've got my headphones and I've got a 12 hour playlist that I've already made up. And I'm just not going to speak. Mm-hmm. So I'm kind of done. I'm all right. I'm good. What I would do though is I would take a box of tissues in with you. Yeah. Even though you don't need them. Yeah. I would sit them there on your desk, very visible, yep. and literally every five minutes, be picking one up, cough into it, blow your nose, kind of throw it and miss sins, <laughs> put them on the desk. I can neither confirm nor deny that a very similar plan is actually, a, 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 you know, it's a possibility. Let's just say this isn't the first time I've heard this, uh, this, this ploy. But yeah, it's just, uh, you know, it'd be nice to see Abel. Mm-hmm. Uh, but beyond that, I've just no no mm. interest in going back into. I've kind of got, and this is a question for you because I know you've not watched tons, have you? Since, no, so no, that's fine. So I thought, what else can we chat about? I mean, I've watched a few bits and pieces, so I will give you some recommendations. But so it's near enough to it's well, in eight weeks, it'll be two years mm-hmm. pretty much since the world fell on its arse in the UK. Twenty third of March, stay at home, blah blah blah, all that sort of stuff. So it's nearly two years. Yeah. So how have you changed over the past two years? Um, I'd have to say one of the biggest changes is the fact that kind of I'm enjoying life a little bit more. Really? Okay. Just from the, just from the matter of fact that I am working from home. Yep. Um, which... Uh, as you know, I've done in the past before the pandemic, you know, I spent a good kind of five or six years working from home anyway for, for a previous employer. Yeah. Um, so I'm used to um, kind of kind of being in my own company on my own computer, making sure that I'm productive and, and actually I do a, a much better job because when you're in an office and, um, you know, I've... I've worked for quite a few small companies. And when I say small companies, you know, the the first time I worked from home, there was probably 15 um, employees there. Um, and what would happen if you're sitting in that office, the same as my current job, if the telephone went and you were nearest to it, you'd grab the phone. Yeah. When you're working on a website, you literally – and, and I'm sure it's very much the same for, for many different jobs, even your own. You're kind of in a zone. Yeah. 
if you were pulled away from that to answer the telephone, answer some queries, there's no problem doing that. But once you've put that phone down, <laughs> yeah. it takes you another 10 or 15 minutes to get back into the stride of things. So actually your productivity goes down, at least in my um, my view and, and from my experience with what I do. Uh, Whereas when I'm working from home, yeah. my productivity is tipped up and and just kind of rockets on. I, I I was I was laughing when you were saying that because I'm like you've just nailed pretty much many of my work shifts even f- from home. Mm-hmm. So you know I start at eight o'clock takes me probably about half an hour to sort of rev up because like mm-hmm. I say I'm I'm employed now as a fast typer. Yeah, so it's pretty much it. I go into this zone, put headphones on. It's normally some sort of fast paced music or you know some anger inducing music like Linkin Park or Rob Zombie or <laughs> something like that. I ain't listening to no John Williams or Star Wars soundtracks or podcasts. It doesn't work. So I've got mm-hmm. to put something on that gets my adrenaline up so I can type like a crazy person and fob as many people off as possible. And then, but then if if for any reason we have to stop work, mm-hmm. uh, be it like even lunch, uh, my yeah. my lunch at half two in the morning till three o'clock. Once I come back from lunch. I'm a waste of space till seven o'clock because I've had that half hour where I've slowed down. Yeah, it's just like I'm just doing about half what I normally was for the past however many hours. And heaven forbid we do any sort of training or any sort of downtime where we had this this week where it was quiet. We just we'd cleared all the emails, we'd cleared all the social media stuff, which has not happened since like August. So it's been a while since we cleared it. So we've got this thing on our you know like a like a a logger type thing. Mm-hmm. So you click into something called idle, which mm-hmm. means I have no messages, but please don't penalise my figures. That's pretty much what that means. Okay. And me and Abel were in that for like four hours because there was no messages. So we were <laughs> sitting there from like three o'clock in the morning till seven o'clock, barely doing any work whatsoever. But the problem is if you knew it was going to be quiet for four hours, you could go, I'll put a film on yeah. or I'll just watch a few episodes of TV. But you're always thinking there'll be a message along in a minute. Customer yeah. will be here in a minute. And before you know it, four hours have gone by and it's like, oh, for Christ. So I'm just hoping that this is not going to happen tomorrow night because mm-hmm. I do not want to sit in an office without having to wear my headphones, having <laughs> to speak to human beings. Mm-hmm. So we've, we've got the fact that you like working from home. So that's, yeah. a, that's a tick in the box. So yeah, that, How, well, how else have you box. changed since the pandemic? Sorry for interrupting uh, there. No, no, it's, uh, it's all good. Um the other thing is, because I've been at home, like you say, there isn't that commute, um, so you get to spend more time at home, so yeah. you don't have to get up early in the morning, because you don't have to kind of pick what clothes you're wearing for the day. If you want to go upstairs, or for, in my case, and do your work in your pyjamas, yeah. that's fine. <laughs> yeah. um, do, so. do you, though? That's a good question. I don't. I still wear what i would probably wear for work i don't know why i think it's just a mindset thing for me um i don't usually wear my pajamas but what i will do is i'll put on kind of a a new set of clothes but they won't be the kind of clothes i'd go into the office with so in the office i'd be kind of in a pair of jeans and that kind of stuff at home it's just tracky bottoms because they are more comfy okay yep um so i will be in more comfy clothes than than I'd wear to an office uh, environment. So, you know, again, that's a tick in the box. Like you say, you know, I'm doing nine to five. So if I want to, I can roll out of bed at, you know, at at five minutes to nine. 
quick, quickly throw on some clothes and, and be up ready to go. Um, you know, with still a couple of minutes to spare. Um, and, and like you say, when, when you finish, it's literally walking from wherever you're working in front of your computer to whatever other room in the house. So, so th- there is more time to spend with family, which is lovely. It's more time to spend with Addy, which is lovely. Um, so, so for me, it's kind of a positive because I've always enjoyed working from home. Yeah. The only kind of negatives um, are the fact that we haven't really been able to go out because what we'd usually do on a weekend is we'd say, right, we're going to go and visit this castle or these gardens and make a day of it. You know, we'll have some food while we're out, you know, enjoy yourselves. Um, But we have decided we're going to get back to that as well. Yeah. I think as long as you, because I was I was talk, talk, no, talk, talking. I can't fucking speak. I, I was trying to say I didn't know whether I was going to say chatting or talking, and I couldn't decide which word to say. And we were both trying to come out. So I was talking to you the other day about the, and I think I used the word extreme or whatever. I said you've been more extreme with the whole mm-hmm. lockdown thing than I have. I mean, I've barely gone out, but you yeah. haven't gone out. So it's like no. that's that's the difference. And I remember when I went out for the first time and there was like cars going past me and it was like people and you're like, ooh, all like this. And I remember saying to you that you find that it is a bit of a shock mm-hmm. because you've become, if you're anything like me, you've become less peopley over the past two years. I certainly have. So when yeah. we get on to my sort of changes then, you know, less peopley is definitely one of them. Mm-hmm. Uh, but that's the sort of weird feeling that, that you've got coming and you probably yeah. got a little bit of that the other day when the, the boiler guy came around to oh, that, the boiler. I, I said to the boiler guy i said you are the first person to walk in my house for two years other than yeah. kind of us yeah um you know luckily he was very kind of respectful wore his mask and all He's that like kind of- sneezing everywhere and just wiping his hands <laughs> all over your couch <laughs> Um, but yeah, like going back to, like I said, um, getting out again, what we've decided, uh, I, I kind of sat down and, th- and thought about it and I said, right, because Addie's now being homeschooled, so she doesn't have to go and kind of mix with schools, which obviously the government say, you know, nothing happens there, no COVID, because obviously there's that magic barrier <laughs> that COVID yeah. cannot penetrate when it comes to a school. Um, because Addie is homeschooled, we schooled, we have the the lovely advantage of being able to go out on a weekday if we want so um what we've decided is where we would usually go for for walks because north wales has lots of places you can go and and kind of surround yourself in nature yeah um we're going to start doing it again but on a weekday in the day so it's not going to be crowded like it would be at a weekend yeah. So, um, you know, we're, we're going to start kind of venturing out again and uh, uh, as well. So, um, you know, for, for me, kind of, it, it's been, it, it's kind of brought on my ideal kind of working scenario. Yeah. That's the positives. There, there are negatives. The biggest negative for me is losing kind of one of my closest friends, Kane. Um, and then, you know, being angry then when when you hear still these idiots say, well, it's, it's not bad, is it? Does anybody know anybody who's had it? Oh, you still see people tweeting that out. I mean, like, cl- clearly they're doing it for clickbait, but well, people still keep something. responding. 
just like... Let me tell you something. Um, this is no, no lie, and obviously I'm not mentioning names because this is a friend of mine. Okay. We had um, a, a, a text conversation um, about covid and it was like oh you're still homeschooling addy yeah you're still staying in yeah and that they typed you know but do you actually know anyone who's no no but wait for it during the initial very first lockdown that person had covid oh wow so, so, so they've clearly forgotten. Like they've forgotten they had COVID. Maybe that's long COVID. I don't <laughs> know. <laughs> wow, but it, yeah, it does. It boggles your mind, though. It's yeah. not, and you know, we watch uh, watch a program called Jeremy Vine on mm-hmm. Channel Five, which I love. That I love that type of show, which is effectively yeah. what this podcast episode seems to be. And it's you know <laughs> they'll have a topic and they'll chat about it, and you'll get some people who go yes, and some people who go no, and, and all that sort of stuff. And I. I am fine with people choosing not to have the vaccination if that's what they choose. I wouldn't. I wouldn't. Yeah. I wouldn't necessarily pin people down and force them to do it. However, I think if people don't have it, then you know, don't be surprised if there's certain things you can't do. Yeah. And please stay out of my way for now because I don't want it. Um, but it's. I don't know. It's just people. Are, I think people are weird. That is pretty much mm. the somebody on my Twitter thing, and I, I, I said I'd never engage with trolls. But one replied to me and I replied back and I, I shared a news story about Boris Pinocchio just, you know, being caught out in yet another lie. Mm-hmm. And this guy came back and he said, yeah, well, no, he didn't lie. He d-. I'm like, what do you mean? He didn't lie. He has lied. And then this person came back saying, well, tell me when, tell me when Boris has ever lied. And I thought, clearly now you're taking a piss. Yeah. <laughs> because, you know, unless you've been living under a rock, he's lied about mm-hmm. stuff. You know, maybe it's one specific thing that you think he's not lied about, but seriously, the guy has lied more time. And I thought, right, now I'm not engaging with you because clearly you're a fucking troll. But there are still people out there that think that, you know, it's it's not real and it's not serious. And I, I do like listening to other people's opinions. Mm. I, there's some there's some podcasters I know who I've never met, but I've been on their show and I get on well with them. And their opinions are pretty much the polar opposite to mine. I'm not falling out with them for it. It's fine. You know, I, I do like listening to other people's opinions, even if I don't, I don't agree with them. But I can't believe that person. Well, I can, because you've just said mm-hmm. it happened. But do you know anybody that had it? Well, yes, you did. Uh, but, but that person as well, they they are quite close to this family and they knew about Kane ah, as right. well. So they clearly being an know, idiot. Yeah. Um, I'll tell you one as well. Um, this happened a couple of weeks ago, and again, I can't mention names and everything. But um, I had a phone call uh, for somebody I didn't know. Yeah. Um, saying, uh, I, uh, I hear you do websites. Yep. Yeah, we do websites. Um, I'm I'm local, and mm-hmm. uh, you know uh, I like kind of look at the stuff that you do wondering if you could give me a quote yep not a problem yep um and then um if everything sounds good maybe we could meet up and i said well at the moment because of covid Mm -hmm. i said we've taken the decision as a business 
not to meet face to face just for you know for safety yeah and uh, to do all meetings via like a zoom call or something like that yeah yeah fair enough um well if uh if that's <laughs> what you uh if that's your feelings, then uh, I could just go with anybody in the world, couldn't I? You know, I don't have to choose yeah. a local company. I said, "That's true." Yeah, you can. Yep. <laughs> I said, um, "I said, but when, for example, I myself am higher risk than normal, yeah, for safety reasons, yeah, that's how we've chosen to do things, yeah." And the 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 best of it is. Um, this person, um, he, he kind of, well, I, I can't go into the details actually, but yeah. this, this is a person hearing more from their story that should have known better. Right. Okay. Yeah. But clearly doesn't. Yeah. And the thing uh, is, it's like, you know, this sort of isolation thing isn't going to go on forever. No, of course so, not. So if person X decides, you know what, I'm going to get a website from Rob's website company mm-hmm. and, you know, I can't meet him now because of the pandemic and Rob doesn't want to go out anywhere, but it's fine. But, you know, if I'm very happy with a website, then in 12 months or six months or two years or whatever it is, mm-hmm. then things should be all right and we can, you know, we can grab a beer. Exactly. <laughs> so it's like nobody's it's really <laughs> permanent. His logic of so I could go with anybody is just mind blowing. So it's yeah. the only reason he wanted you to look at a website is because you like live around a few corners from him or well, something. I, I it's very so. strange. I, you know, I look at kind of this bigger picture when when it comes to um, choosing a website. One, uh, you know, a, a local web company or a local person to produce a website. Yeah. I would come from the standpoint that as a local person you know the local area, you know the local economy better than somebody from somewhere else. Um, you know that the kind of the inside tips and tricks for that area. Yeah. So that is one of the benefits of choosing a local company over a national company or an international company. Because obviously if I go, um, you know, and I'll choose Canada just off the top of my head, if I go and uh, choose somebody in Canada to do a website for me, yeah, unless I'm really, really lucky and they've moved there from my local area, then they aren't going to know anything. I'm going to choose Canada to get my music done for me. So a shout out to Chris. <laughs> <laughs> he's, 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 my, he's my choice of musician, Canadian mm-hmm. music. So, uh, but I'll, I will chat more about Chris later on. But, uh, but, yeah. but like you say, you know, this won't last forever. Hopefully yeah. in 12 months' time, you know, hopefully this is the last year. We'll I have think to, so, yeah kind of worry about it we are making strides you know i i think it's great that we've got this british company now who has created a tablet that has both the flu and the covid vaccine combined in tablet form they can literally be posted out to everybody in the country yeah it's so they save money on not having to have centers not having to staff the centers literally it's just a postal operation and it solves two two things the, the flu jabs that, that people are, are usually asked to get and the covid one so yeah. you know as as we move forward more and more is being done all the time so yeah i i don't understand somebody who who says something like that and especially like i say that it, it's you know a, a solid business choice i think if i was running a business right now and i'd got several people working for me building websites um, all for who 
were working from one central location, I would have said when the pandemic pandemic started, right, everybody works from home. Yeah, of course. And to this day, even if I hadn't got kind of uh, health problems that make me more of a risk than than the average person, yeah. I'd still be saying, let's work from home for the time being. And that's the thing, isn't it? I think, and I think that's what narks me off and a few people on my team at work as well is, you know, our workplace was was pretty good at going, everybody go home, work mm-hmm. from home, we'll get you all set up. They set us up with Amazon workspaces and, and stuff like that. Anybody who didn't have access to a computer, they were able to go into the office, pick one up, take it home and, and done. So they got that up and running pretty quick. And then probably later on, or probably around September time of year one, they were starting to say, look, it, it's kind of working this thing from home. It's, you know, nobody's skiving or whatever, and it seems to be functioning perfectly well. So we're, we're going to look at just making it permanent. So, you know, the people that wanted to do that were like, yay. And the people that wanted to go to work because they want to have a conversation with friends and piss about, whatever, were like, no. But the mm-hmm. majority of people were like, yay, we like it at home. We're not spending money. We're saving more time. We've got a nice our own equipment, our comfy chairs. You know, I've been out and spent about a thousand quid overall on my home office equipment over the past two years. What with new keyboards, mice, monitors, mm-hmm. you know, all chairs, all that sort of stuff. Uh, so that's how much I'd spent. And then now they're starting to do this all oh, one or two days a month in the office. You're like, why? You're taking people who have got used to their own keyboards, the mice, the desks, the chairs, the screens, the environment, and then they've managed to hit a certain amount of you know, targets per hour. And then for one or two days a month, you're hiking them into the office using different equipment, different mm-hmm. screens, different lighting, different chairs, different desks, loads of people surrounding them. And then they're not going to hit any any numbers, are they? Because it takes a while to get used to your new environment. And then the second, the second shift, you're back home again. So you're like, shit, I kind of got used to the first <laughs> one. So, you know, I fully suspect that when I'm in tomorrow night, I'm not going to be as productive as I will be at home. It's, I'm pretty it's, sure that's going to be the case. It's the little things. You yeah. know, anybody who works on a computer knows that you get kind of intimately familiar with the keyboard you're using, yeah, yeah. for example. Yeah. And so touch typing on one keyboard when you've been doing it for 12 months or whatever, and then they if, if somebody just literally comes and replaces your keyboard, it throws you off. Yeah, of course. That's why I take my own keyboard in. Mm-hmm. Um, we were in, I think, the office probably around October. I think was the last time we were in for the one day, and I took my own keyboard, my own mouse, and somebody said, "Oh, I didn't know you're allowed to do that." I went, "I didn't ask," but if they <laughs> if they ask me why I'm bringing my own stuff in, it's for health and safety reasons, and I'm using an ergonomic keyboard and an ergonomic mouse as mm-hmm. opposed to a non-ergonomic keyboard and mouse, so they can get lost. And yeah. there, was, there was no problem with it, so I'm doing exactly the same tomorrow night as well. But it's just. Yeah, so so right. So here's here's another question for you. If you could go back to the beginning of the pandemic, and this is obviously I'm not talking about things that you can't change. So yeah, you know there are certain things where you go, I wish this could could happen. But for you personally in your to do list, because mm-hmm. we all had them, didn't we? We all had them at the beginning. I'm, I'm talking like the pandemic's over here, but it's not. But according to England, it is. So therefore, you know. It's all done. Yay, we got through it. Uh, Wales, not so much. Apparently, you guys are still in it. But England, yay, we beat the pandemic. Yeah, you're free. We're not. We're free. It's still here. Thank you, Pinocchio Johnson. Um, So what would you go back and would you redo your to-do list? And 
how well do you do with your to-do list compared to when you made it out nearly two years ago? I think the biggest thing I would change is um, at the beginning of the pandemic, I would have bought myself uh, an exercise bike. Yeah. So it wasn't two years down the line before I went, you know what? That exercise bike's a good idea. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, just something that daft. It didn't cross my mind. Well, that's, and this is, I think this is because the pandemic, you know, it all kicked off in March 2020. Mm-hmm. And we were, t- we, I can't remember the exact time scales, but it was like, oh, it's going to be like two, three months. Yeah. And then we got to that two, three months. It's like, oh, it's going to be another couple of months. And it was the same, like I mentioned with the idle time at my work. If somebody would have turned around and said, it's going to be four hours that you're doing no work whatsoever, I could have planned for that. And if somebody mm-hmm. had have said to us, it's going to be two years at least before you're able to go out and about and do stuff, you mm-hmm. would have planned for that. But it was all yeah. these little stepping stones. You go, well, there's no point in getting an exercise bike now. It's all going to be over in a month. Oh, yeah. shit. Oh, shit. Another two months. Well, no point in getting one now because it's going, you know, we're all okay in two months. It's a bit of a faff. You know, I could have saved a bit of money as well if we'd have just yeah. parked our car in the garage and uh, – declared it off-road not have to pay road tax not have to you know insure it that kind of thing um there's little things but the majority of uh of things i think would have stayed the same um the um you know i know initially when when it happened uh i think the productivity when it came to personal goals um, between both me and you was very high the first 12 months. Yes, it was. Um, yep. You know, we heard, you know, and we spoke about on the podcast that a lot of people were kind of doing nothing. And whereas me and you were kind of racing along with kind of things that we'd thought about or had ideas about for, yep. for you know, a long time beforehand, but just never got around to doing. Um, so we did that. And then the last 12 months, that seemed to kind of take her off (laughs) Um, to put it mildly (laughs) and i'm not saying that's a bad thing because everyone deserves that downtime yeah um and maybe that's what we needed but i have um just this last week kind of flipped it and gone back to how i was at the beginning of the pandemic so um you you know i um started the sci-fi news website uh revamp yes and then that seemed to stall yeah um and and was left and um this week i've picked up that project and it's a lot closer to being complete now how did you flip it because this is this is part of um, you're my therapist for this next few minutes now so you've gone from because i have as well this is why i'm asking you because it's like mm-hmm. oh shit rob's clearly got the solution i'm looking for here <laughs> so we, we did the super high productive thing because i did loads of video interviews with just you know mick garris and and all the covering for Grimfest, and it was great and i'm like yes and i wrote i think three three four scripts which mm-hmm. were I was looking to film when the pandemic was over, but you know some of them are not going to happen now because you know people grow up and <laughs> thus grow out of the role. Um, I paid all my bills off. We'd done bits and pieces around the house, and mm-hmm. you know my website was doing well, and the Twitter thing was doing well. So I, the productive for me was high, and then probably into the second year. So we're talking like 2021. My productivity went see you later, mm-hmm. I, and it's it's not fully come back at all it's better than it was but it's still oh, 
Do I have to? Can I not just sit down and watch some more movies? Yeah. <laughs> even then, even then, I'll get a screener sent through, and I think, oh, that's going to take <laughs> me an hour and a half to to sit and stare at a screen. It's like I cannot be bothered watching some films sometimes. So, any tips you can give me on how you flipped your productivity to make it a little bit better? Much the, appreciated. The biggest one for me, and what I found was. You know, we we spoke in. If we take um, the websites as a good example, so you know, from pagescreen dot com, news dot net, the the challenge for me was getting on the computer. Daft as it sounds, okay, yeah. The 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 physical act of moving to the computer, or if it was to work on the laptop, picking up the laptop. And actually say, you know what, I'm going to look at uh, sci-fi news. After that first initial however many hours I spent working on it, the the, the kind of love for it came back. Because I know you love doing your website the same yeah, as I, I love do. doing my website. Yeah. So then it was like, well, look how far I got doing it for, for the initial four hours or whatever time I spent on it. Yeah. So then when I actually went to get on the computer the second time it was so much easier yeah and after i've done it for a few days it was like um oh you know i'm sitting at bed i've got some uh uh big bang theory on that i've seen a million times (laughs) just because it's uh it's great mindless tv um you know let's pick up the laptop and do a bit more on that website you know i'm rocketing along this is great See, I found with me what I've been doing recently is, so my main PC is upstairs. This is the one I'm using now. It's got the 32-inch screen, although Mm -hmm. I have three monitors on my desk now at a minute. So I've got (laughs) two 28-inch monitors and one Mm -hmm. 32-inch monitor. I did have two 32-inch monitors, but when I was doing my night job, it was just, it was a killer on the eyes staring at two of these 32-inch monitors (laughs) really close. I'm like, you know what? And then when we went into the office... It was a smaller monitor. I'm like, do you know what? I wonder if smaller monitors are actually better for the work stuff because mm-hmm. we're, we're tapping in through a proxy or whatever. So it's like you do that in a 32-inch monitor. It kind of looks like shit. So I thought maybe a smaller monitor. So I picked up two 28-inch monitors, mm-hmm. probably only like a couple of months back, and I have those on my desk. And yet when on my days when I'm not working, I will change the cable over and just have the 32-inch monitor which yeah. is better for my website and Twitter and all that sort of stuff. So I've got three at the minute. But <laughs> I have I get up in the morning, switch the computer on, I'll go downstairs, I'll switch a laptop on in the living room, and I'll have them both uh, on the website. And if ever a press release or any sort of article that needs going on comes through, I'll just put it straight on. So mm-hmm. rather than go, oh, I'll do that tonight, it's like, nope, one's come in, get it on the website, done. And it, Because if I don't look at, it, you know, if the computer's there staring at me, can't ignore it because it's there yeah but if i have to open the lid mm-hmm. you know, it's just not going to bother opening the lid i'll just sit here and play lego jurassic park all day yeah so and that so that's forced me into doing the website so much so i'm down to like three articles that i need to do whereas previously it'd be up to about 90 so yeah. i've got that nailed twitter i'm not twitter i'm not on as much but i think but, that's but mainly that actually over the- could help you because twitter can be um, as many people find out, kind of uh, uh, a place that brings you down. <laughs> yeah, I th- well, I think so. I see a lot of people talking about stuff like that, and I think it can, but it depends. 
who you follow and who yeah. you follow. I saw somebody with a, a pretty low level account. So we're talking like a couple of hundred followers and they're following like two, 300. And they were like, I don't, oh, I don't see the appeal of Twitter. It's just all negativity and just people, nasty people. And I'm thinking, well, that's because you're clearly following the wrong people. Mm-hmm. Or the wrong people are following you, and you're interacting with them. Generally, ninety percent of my tweets are uh, my Twitter interaction, or the things I see are movie people, you know, film people, uh, authors, podcasters, geeks, stuff like that. If you click on the hashtags, then and start reading tweets of people that you don't follow and who don't follow you, that's when it can bring you down a lot. Yeah. But it's like if you go on Twitter and you're chatting to me or you're chatting to Abel, you're chatting to Mick Garris or Tony Todd or whoever, then you're not going to come off that going, oh, my God, I feel all depressed. Very true. I I find Twitter uh, an absolutely marvellous place because I do not and will not ever interact with idiots. I feel better for not interacting with idiots this year. And that was one of my New Year's rules. Other than that guy who came back when you tell me when he lies, but he didn't appear to be a troll at the mm-hmm. beginning, but then when he said that, I'm like, clearly you are one, so I'm just not. I'm going to stop interacting with you. But yeah. that did. It's doing me so much good because you don't. You don't want to go online and get angry. No, at a stranger. What's the point? <laughs> it's like there's no gain. Just, yeah, just just don't interact with them. It's quite hard to do. And the strangers are doing it because they're bored. It's yeah. something for them to do. They 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 live their sad lives, um, and that is something for them to do. Yeah, of course it is. They, they enjoy winding people up. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, just just don't bother with that. But, but you know, Twitter, I think I've taken a slight break since Christmas because, obviously, it's like I'm negative for Omicron, but you still feel the side effects of it. I was chatting to Annette this morning about it, and she said she still feels some of the after... And we're not necessarily talking long COVID or whatever, but it's like, you know, you still feel exhausted. Yeah, but part of that is to do with the pandemic. I'm sure you do. I'm sure you wake up in the morning, you do two or three oh, yeah. things, and you go, "I'm kind of ready for a nap now." It's yeah. that's one of the main side effects, I think, of the past two years. So that is a downside. Whereas if we were in and out of the office, which we don't want to be, but if we were, we wouldn't be getting to like one o'clock in the afternoon, going, "Oh, I need a nap now," because our mm-hmm. bodies are, uh, you know, going to the office is like our exercise bike, isn't it? Yeah, but don't tell our bosses that because we like staying at home. So that's just that's just between me, and you, but, but <laughs> and this nobody is the else. Thing. Once I get my exercise bike, yeah, because for those following this, I should have had it by now. But um, the the person I ended up buying it from um, on eBay decided that after I had purchased, paid the price they were asking, including the postage price they were asking, yep. wanted me to uh, donate an extra twenty pounds. Yeah. To, to towards the shipping, and I said no way. I hope you left him a bad review. If you can still I, do that, I I did did it yeah. the other day, and finally, um, I was up at um, kind of one minute past midnight this morning because today was the day I could ask eBay to step in. Right. So I pressed that button, and at twenty two minutes past midnight, eBay had refunded my money. Brilliant, yeah. So are you still going to get an exercise bike then? I am indeed. Yep. Um, and obviously the the added benefit of uh, not only the exercise bike, but we are now planning to um, start 
going out again and doing the trips into nature um we've already got the first one um planned we just have to choose the day uh, we're going to go to penring castle which is uh, kind of a local castle probably about 25 minutes away yeah. um they have th- there's two parts to it you can go uh, one way and pay an entry fee and get into the actual castle grounds and go into the castle or if you go another way there's kind of like um free walks that have been done along um kind of uh riverbanks um in the middle of kind of uh kind of a a huge wooded area there's kind of a kids adventure playground out there so we're going to go um that way the the cheap way yeah um but you know we'll be out in nature we'll be getting some exercise and uh addy will also be enjoying the adventure playground just to let you know you'll be knackered because I remember it well, sort of the first pandemic. We still, you know, don't get me wrong, we don't go out for hikes or anything, but we'll go out for probably 45 minute walks now. Yeah. But the first time we were doing that after we'd been in the house for so long, we were shattered <laughs> because you've got the added bonus of the, you know, the fresh oxygen. Yeah. <laughs> I'm yeah. not saying your house isn't filled with air, but it's like, you know what it's like the difference between going out and, you know, nature's air hitting your lungs and mm. being in your house with a window open type say so it's a big difference. Yeah. So, so you will be absolutely <laughs> exhausted, but uh, hopefully you'll enjoy it. Yeah, exactly. So. Um, I'm even considering uh, if the if the indoor cycling goes well as um, uh, a subscription to one of these. I don't know if you've seen in one of these apps. You yes. can um, kind of get the app, stick a, a laptop in front of you or a, a tablet. Yeah. And... Uh, cycle around different places but you can also meet up with friends who've got the app virtually and cycle together and all that kind of stuff um get it on so vr vr would be much better wouldn't it put, very a, VR, true. put a visor on you'd be well away. you might end up falling off the bike though it's i, I am yeah. not joking I, I i've already started um working on the setup that wouldn't be all the time because it you know it, it will take setup time rather than just jumping on and off the bike yeah but at times i will be jumping on the bike with the projector with um one or two fans in front of the bike so you it gives you that kind of the wind going through <laughs> yeah. your hair all that kind of stuff I, i'm working on kind of the ultimate uh, kind of immersive experience at least uh the ultimate immersive experience i can provide myself see i tried it when i bought the treadmill a few months back mm-hmm. which is in the living room and it's sort of facing one wall i thought oh if i turn it around and face the other way i could put the projector on and i could just watch a movie whilst being on the <laughs> treadmill but that doesn't work because you, your mental gyroscopics you end up nearly falling off the damn thing <laughs> and so i find that with a treadmill i've just got to i've got to sort of look at the digital readout if i look forward after a minute i'm like oh where's me where's my foot in oh yeah. you lose me balance and you know ideally i'd love to be able to put a tablet on the front and just watch a movie or something but it just my balance it won't work so maybe the projector thing might it might have the same effect on you so please do be careful i, I suppose that the benefit of a bike is um you know you are sitting down at the time mm. so uh you're less likely to fall off the treadmill you <laughs> you stood up walking but yeah um i'll probably only use the treadmill i don't think i've used it this week because i've been off work and you know i've been going out and having actual walks but on the days when i'm at work obviously not office work because I'll be getting a fair amount of steps tomorrow night, but I have a mm-hmm. step watch thing to see how many steps I've done. But on the treadmill, I'll probably only go on it for like 
10, 15 minutes. Yeah. But that's at like four or five kilometers per hour. So, yeah. so steps are going fairly fast. But it's anything's better than nothing. Yeah, exactly. I think my plan is uh, I want to do at least five days a week of um, 30 minutes on the bike. I would um, I would start off less, seriously. I, I, oh, trust me, I will be starting <laughs> off less. I'll yeah. probably start at five, five minutes. Yeah, exactly. Um, but my ultimate goal is to build up for 30 minutes, five days a week. And um, probably if I can get to that level, it will just be a, a case of start my work um, when I, I usually have uh, a late lunch, so I usually go um, on my half-hour lunch break at 2 o'clock till half 2, yeah. and it will probably be grab some food, possibly pedal while I eat. Yeah, of course. I think um, music's a very good one, so if you go, right, I'm going to put a music track on, and I'm going to pedal until that track's finished. Yeah. Because that's maybe three, four minutes. You go, well, that's yeah. brilliant. Do that for a week. And then maybe the week after, go right, now I'm going to do two tracks. Because I started yeah. off when I got the treadmill, not even kidding, right, I'm going to do two minutes yeah. per day for a week mm-hmm. and then gradually speed it up. But I was yeah. still doing two minutes um, because you don't – we're couch potatoes, aren't we? We have been we for two years. Mm-hmm. And what you don't want to do is go, brilliant, I've got a bike, I've got a treadmill, way heart attack. Yeah. Because we've gone <laughs> from zero to sprint – you know, we've gone zero to Forrest Gump in two years. Dying good. We, we could hurt ourselves. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, small steps. No pun mm-hmm. intended. So. But uh, I think I look back at the, the past two years, because, yay, the pandemic's over. Thanks, Boris. Um, and I would love, I would go back, if I could go back and restart that thing again, I would do some courses. I would make damn sure that I'm at the point now where I can go into another job, mm-hmm. working from home preferably, uh, but but something, because I have kind of got to the end of my tether with the place I'm at now. And yeah. it's like I haven't really done anything to prepare myself for whatever's next. I don't even know what's next. Mm-hmm. And that I was chatting to an ex the other day, because generally she's the one I live with, so therefore I do chat to her now and again. Um, and she said, well, what do you want to do next? I'm like, that's my problem. My mm-hmm. problem is... I don't know. Yeah. You know, if somebody gave me a list of jobs going, right, which one of these do you like? I go, ooh, I like this one and that one and this one and that one. But if somebody said, write down a list of the jobs you'd like to do, I'd be like, uh, I don't know. Yeah. Other than obviously like the ideal ones. I want to run a movie studio. You know, that, that's not really obtainable just yet. Mm-hmm. Give me a few months. But I just, I just don't know. And that's part of my problem. So... Uh, it's been suggested that what I do is just just browse job websites mm-hmm. and see what's out there. So I'm like, I like that idea. Why did I not think of the shit before? It's so simple, and I didn't even think of it. So yeah. I'm going to devote a day in the near future to go, right, I'm not going to watch any films. I'm going to play any Lego games. I'm just going to sit down, browse the job websites, and if I see a job where I go, ooh, I'd really like to do that one. If I'm not quite qualified to do it, you know, by a, by a short thread, mm-hmm. then I'm going to look into how I can then be qualified to do that time type of thing. But I really want to work from home. But I yeah. just, you know. I, I think that there's two camps with the working from home thing now. I think there's the, the camps where um, a business owner or business manager has gone, you know what, this whole pandemic has taught us that we don't have to limit ourselves to people who are living close um we can actually have people working for us from home without any issues 
and be just as productive, if not more productive. And then there's a camp who, you know, this is how it's always been. People in the office, that's what we need to get back to. Yeah. Um, and hopefully you kind of find somebody who's in uh, the... Um, the former <laughs> yeah the, the the former one yeah. um you know i i've i've got a friend who um he works for is it the dixon's group now right yeah. um and uh he does customer service which can be answering emails can be um on live chat that kind of thing yeah um and since he he got the job which i want to say it's at least 15 years ago now wow okay that person has worked from home they provided the the kind of the all the equipment needed for for home um so we got um a pc obviously um a a voip phone um screen everything and um on that person's desk he just has two pcs actually he has his personal one one side and uh, his work on the other but but this person has been working in that job for for at least 15 years and that must be how um the dixon's group works for, for people who can work remotely and you know what good for them they they are obviously ahead of the curve and when something like um that the pandemic hit they didn't have to worry about that one on because they were already sorted and actually for then turning other people's jobs into remote working they already had a template that was working for them i think you know i'm saying i don't know what i want to do i know two things i don't want to do Mm -hmm. Uh, one of them is retail yeah, I've done it before, and you know it's two people facing for me, mm-hmm. uh, and two is the kind of job that I do now. So the customer service where they just come in and they just spit venom at you, mm-hmm. you know it's and I've because I think I've just it's not that I can't deal with it I can, but it's just you know person after person after person coming in going I want this well you can't have that because our company doesn't do that well I want yeah. somebody that can do it. Can't do it. We're not set up to be able to do that. Get me somebody that can. No, you're clearly not understanding. Well, this is outrageous. I want this thing doing. You can't yeah. have it doing. This is outrageous. I'm shocked. I'm going to tell all my Twitter followers. I'm like, just, you know that it kind of, it wears you down after a while. Yeah. You know, I get customers coming in at, you know, all hours of the night, just kicking off, fuming. You're you're damaging my hen- mental health. This is stressing me out for the sake of like three quid. Because <laughs> it's like a postage cost that they want back, and it's like, yeah. if your mental health is fucked because of three pounds, you've got bigger issues than that three pounds. Mm-hmm. And it's like, oh my! And you, you know, it's I'm talking like dozens of these per night. Not not all of them. Some of them come in and go, "I have a problem. Can you fix it?" And you go, "Yes, I fixed it." And you go, "Thank you. Bye." So there's mm-hmm. a lot of those, but the uh, the ones that just wear you down really do wear you down. And it just oh, it's so I don't want I don't want to do that, and I don't want to do retail, which I I accept narrows down the list quite a bit. But I think I just like being in control of my own thing. Yeah, it's like you with your website stuff, and mm-hmm. me with my you know website stuff and the social media stuff and, and all the other little bits and stuff I do. I don't get stressed by any of that. Yeah, because I haven't got somebody at the other end going oof. Oh, I don't want that. Well, yeah, this is what you need. No, no, no. This is what I need. No, that won't work. Yeah, it will. 
No, it really won't. And I'm sure you can relate to all that stuff as well. That yeah. is more stressful than the the other stuff. But mm-hmm. I can't work out how to make the other stuff pay money. That's all. Yeah, that's, yeah. that's the problem. But yes. So have you watched anything? We've got to chat some movies or some TV shows. So <laughs> what have you watched? You must have watched. Have you caught the new episode of Boba Fett? I have. And oh. uh, I, I'll tell you something. I... Uh, I, uh, in my mind, was thinking, do I need to hit the back button just to check <laughs> Yeah, Bob, I did Bob, that. Bob, Boba Fett and not um, the Mandalorian here. I did that. I put it on last night about 11 o'clock, and it's like, and I, I clearly saw the title, The mm-hmm. Book of Boba Fett, and it comes up, and I'm like, hey, that armor's different. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, I guess, never mind. Maybe he's got new armor. That voice, is that's not, that's not a New Zealand accent. It's not. But it took me maybe two, three minutes to go. Oh fuck! That's a Mandalorian. And then, and then the more this episode carried on, I'm thinking of these. What? No, because I remember seeing the book of Boba Fett, episode five, the Return of the Mandalorian, or whatever it's called. It's like, but it makes me laugh because a lot of people are not liking this show and they're like, "Oh, screw this crap! I prefer the Mandalorian." It's like, how silly do you feel now? You've actually been watching season three of the Mandalorian and you haven't even realised it. Mm-hmm. But how, what were your thoughts on the episode, though? I thought it was fantastic. Me too. Um, I, I have to say, I um, and and I don't think this is really a spoiler. I'm desperate to see uh, Grogu's armor, best car armor. Yes. Um, me and Addy watched the episode together, and um, I am sure she thought we were watching The Mandalorian because she's sitting there going, "Where's Baby Yoda, Dad?" I'm like, uh, yeah. It's a Jedi, and <laughs> I was really hoping that Grogu would make an appearance in this episode, but yeah, and and it yeah. looks like um, in the next one maybe, but well, there's only two more, isn't there, of this series? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's like, oh, but I I still don't see what everybody's disliking about this series. There's I noth- don't nothing that stuck out. We're like, oh my god, it's terrible. Is it what? I mean, I'm I'm fine with people not liking it, but I just can't. No. I don't see much of a difference between the first two seasons of The Mandalorian and no. the first, you know, four episodes of the Book of Boba Fett. Not at all. Other, other than, you know, if you take out Grogu, Baby Yoda, yeah. maybe that's a difference. But beyond that... And, and um, that's the thing, um, you know, I've gone so far as I'm enjoying it that much that when I'm wake, waiting for the next episode on Wednesdays, yeah. Sometimes I'll go back and watch the the previous week's episode again just really? because. Yeah, oh like, I've, I've not gone that far. <laughs> I've not gone that far. Um, but like I said, my favourite Star Wars movie was always Return of the Jedi. Same. Um, yeah. You know, I'm a sucker, obviously, for fluffy Ewoks because then we've got Ewoks Caravan of Courage and all that kind of stuff. Uh, Fight for Endor yeah. um, that I lived as a kid, um, and so for me. The book of Boba Fett is the continuation of the story of a character from Return of the Jedi because yeah. it does um, kind of carry on straight from from the whole Sarlacc pit thing. Yeah, and the thing is, I don't know if you've gone back and watched Jedi since I you've seen Boba to, Fett. So I, do I. Yeah. But now, when Boba Fett goes into the Sarlacc pit, you're going to watch that differently. So will I. Yeah. You'll be like, "Shit, he's not dead. He's stuck in mm-hmm. there. However, how many months or weeks or days or whatever yeah. he was stuck in there, he'll come out." Whereas when we previously watched it, we're like, "Yay, Boba Fett's dead." Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like, oh, 
it's one of those things. It's almost um, a Walking Dead thing, isn't it? You know, TV shows at the moment seem to like to give you that kind of um, uh, kind of swivel moment where you're like, oh, there's this really bad character called Negan. Look, he's just killed Glenn. And then kind of a couple of seasons later, you're going, oh, Negan's amazing. You know, hopefully he'll be in charge of the group. What about Cobra Kai? Yeah. Oh, Karate Kid's a dickhead, isn't he? I fucking hate him. Johnny, go on, Johnny. Yeah. You know, you, nobody thought that when they watched the Karate Kid back in the 80s. They were like, oh, no, John, I like Johnny. He's great. He's misunderstood. But Cobra Guy, Ralph Macchio, yeah. dickhead. Yep. Good old curveballs. <laughs> it's amazing. If it's written cleverly, mm-hmm. then it works. Yeah. And I think with, with the Star Wars stuff and obviously Cobra Guy and Walking Dead, then it does. But Walking Dead is back in February. Mm hmm. Can't wait. I, I don't know if it's the final batch of episodes or not anymore. I don't think it is. Yeah, I think knows? I think this is the second half of the first batch of the last <laughs> episodes, and we get the next batch, I think, next year. But apparently it's all the same season. It was... It was I, I uh, think how TV's gone um, over the last few years, you never know where you are with any TV show. I, um, I read only the other day that... Um, the uh, Doctor Who New Year's special, which I really enjoyed, yeah. um, was one of the lowest kind of rated, well, not rated, but brought in the lowest viewership of uh, a Doctor Who since um, kind of uh, the reboot started. And um, so there was talks that Jodie Whittaker isn't going to get um, her regeneration moment. And that the last few episodes that I think she got three more episodes um in her contract yeah. but there there was talk of not really even bringing her back for those and doing something else completely different for the three episodes i'm thinking that's what awful. are you playing at yeah that's awful if they do it and the thing is it's like yes the viewing figures might have been lower but that's because nobody watches live tv anymore exactly everybody watches it on the catch-up which don't drop into the figures for the it, oh look how many people watched on christmas day or boxing day whatever day it was on and it's and and this is almost penalising the actors again, and yeah. it always annoys me when actors are penalised because they aren't the ones writing the scripts. And you know, take a look at uh, Peter Capaldi, great actor. Yeah. When he took over being the Doctor, the first season he took over, I thought was one of the worst of the new Doctor Who's. Yeah. And it wasn't because of Peter Capaldi's acting. No. It was because of the writers writing the episodes. When he came back for his second season, the episodes were fantastic. I remember the guy, and I can't remember who the guy was, but you probably can because you hired him. Uh, he was in the, the Torchwood panel, uh, at the sci-fi way. Are you on about Yanto? The... Um, no. I can't remember what the what his actor name was, but I did speak to him for like an hour, so, you know. <laughs> I'll blame Omicron but you had him he was on the panel and somebody had asked you know the, the old hey audience ask a question and then somebody said to him he's got like a triple barreled name yeah Gareth David Lloyd Yanto him. that's him right yeah, yeah. see I don't watch Torchwood so I had no idea what the hell you were talking <laughs> okay, about so yeah. yeah so Gareth David Lloyd somebody said to him do you reckon Jodie Whittaker's going to be any good as a doctor and his answer was perfect he went it depends how good the writing is yeah exactly. and I love that answer couldn't remember his name, but I remember this answer because yeah. it is perfect. It's like you can take the best actor in the world, give them a shitty script, and they'll be terrible. 
Yeah. And, you know, Jodie Whittaker is a great actress. Seen her she is. many. I haven't seen a lot of her Doctor Who's because I'm way behind in Doctor Who's, but I've seen her in so many other things that I knew she would be great as long as the stories were great. So if people mm-hmm. didn't watch Doctor Who, A, it's because they're watching it on catch up, B, mm-hmm. because fucking Cobra Kai dropped on Netflix or something, something dropped on <laughs> Netflix. Yeah. Um, or they just, you know, they haven't quite got round to it yet. Yeah. But it's certainly not because, you know, Jodie's not good. Exactly, so. you know, it all comes down to the writing. It does. Um, you know, and, and and other things as well. You know, with Doctor Who, unfortunately, we, we've got into a situation where you might have a season of Doctor Who one year, and then obviously you'll get a Christmas episode, yeah. or the last couple of years they've changed the Christmas episode to a New Year's episode, and then the next year they go, oh, well, we're not going to do anything this year and you you have this huge break and then all of a sudden it comes back it's all over the place it's not consistent i think that's the bigger problem yeah is because i've done it with shows i remember doing it with i think prison break i think back in the day we're not talking like the season five we're talking the season four thing Mm -hmm. and season four was airing blah, blah 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 and it was like 22 episodes or whatever it was and they had three left and they took a break they went, well, we're going to have a break. And so there was no episode from like October until February or March. There was that big a break. Wow. But the time it came back on, I couldn't remember anything. Yeah. Because I'd watched a whole, but it looks like The Walking Dead when that started. Can you tell me what happened in the very last episode of The Walking Dead? I can't. I've got no idea. No. <laughs> I've got a clue. <laughs> but because we've been watching that much other stuff. And with Doctor Who, like you've said, sometimes it can be like a year or two. I don't mm. know when it's on. I ain't got a clue. Yeah. It was. I remember two, three weeks before. In fact, was the one on around Christmas? There was, wasn't there? There, there was. Um, it, it wasn't Christmas. It was the New Year New one year. This, this year. So somebody around Christmas time or just before Christmas time was on Twitter going, "When's the new Doctor Who out?" Mm-hmm. And nobody on Twitter knew. Well, this is the thing, isn't it? <laughs> nobody because knew when have, it was on. We have mostly turned to an on-demand uh, kind of audience. Yeah. The the places. And I don't know about you, the places I go for my on-demand are the services I pay for. So mm. they're Netflix, they're Amazon Prime, um, you know, they're, they're now TV. Yep. Um, the problem I've got with BBC, even though it's free, the BBC iPlayer, as long as you pay for your, your TV license, yep. is that actually I don't boot that um, kind of app up to watch anything yeah. on it, really. I, so, do, I do now, but I never used to. So the only reason I knew Doctor Who was coming um, for the new year is because I thought, oh, there's always usually a special around Christmas time. Yeah. And I went out and found the information. Yeah. If you didn't remember that or, or or didn't do that and you're you're confining yourself to Netflix because that's what you've got a subscription on, you don't even know it's there. No. And it, I think we're not watching BBC on, um, you know, live anymore. So we're not watching all the adverts for new shows coming out. I tend to, so I'm kind of keeping up with a lot of these four-part British miniseries things mm-hmm. that are on. So I've, I've watched this evening episode one of a, a British bomb disposal thing called Trigger Point. Mm-hmm. And the only reason I knew that was on is because I listened to a television podcast. <laughs> if I didn't listen to that podcast, I wouldn't know. So we mm-hmm. missed it. So it's I, I get all my stuff through podcasts. Or if I happen to be online and see hashtag Trigger point, for example. I'm like, what the hell is this trigger point? Oh, it's a new TV show, and I'll watch that on catch up. So, but it's really difficult to keep tabs mm-hmm. on what shows 
aware. I was thinking about Never Ending Story the other day because it's like you and I have both just been watching old stuff. I don't yeah. know, watch my nostalgia stuff. I don't care about trying to keep up to date with all the new films. And I really <laughs> don't this year. I'm not bothered. Uh, I'll watch whatever I watch and it's fine. And uh, I thought, oh, Never Ending Story. I've got the DVD somewhere, but I wonder if that's on a streaming platform. Having mm-hmm. a clue. I couldn't tell you where that was because there's no place to go find. And I'm not sitting checking through seven apps to no. try and find a never-ending story. So there needs to be a better way of finding out where these things are without going and opening every single drawer to try and find them. Well, this is where, um, and, and obviously BBC do it, but um, not with their new stuff. Yeah. Um, but... I think Channel 4's got a better history with it because it, when you're on Netflix, there's a lot of Channel 4 stuff on Netflix. Okay. So, you know, I've spoken in the past where I've gone on, watched a season of something on Netflix. There was a Channel 4 show that I didn't even know was there because I didn't go into the 4 app that yeah. I've got access to. But because it came up on Netflix, I watched it and then went over to 4 to see if there was any further seasons. Yeah. That's... It's hard work. It's hard work watching TV, isn't it? It's too, it's too stressful. <laughs> well, I've uh, I've finished this week. I have watched the entire season of Twenty Four Legacy, oh. which I have on DVD, but I couldn't be bothered fishing it out of the box and putting it in and stuff. Now, is this the a Jack Bauer one? No, no. Or this no, is this is the new. This is the new one that only lasted a season. Um, I, I, I've that. It, other than see the very first season of um, 24 is yeah. the only other season I've ever watched. I've seen Legacy. Did you finish it all? I did. See, I really, when it first came out, so I'm a huge fan of the Kiefer Sutherland 24. I'm yeah. like, that was one of my, oh my God, they're doing another season. This is, when I watched season one, I figured it was a one and done. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, that was amazing. Fantastic. Oh my God, they're doing a season two. Brilliant. Mm-hmm holy crap, they're doing a season three? This is how long is this thing going to run on? And I always knew it was a finite amount of seasons. Didn't know it was going to be nine seasons, which mm-hmm. is great. Um, and then they went 24 Legacy. I'm like, oh, what is this? It's going to be some characters from the Jack Bauer world that are going to be in this. And I'm like, oh, it's not. Okay, it's set in a different city. Well, that's a bit shit. But I, start, I watched maybe two, three episodes. I could not get into it. I'm like, this is this is where's Jack Bauer? It's, it'd be like you watching Star Trek Discovery, going, yeah. "What the frick? Why are the Klingons different? This is just mental." So you either stick with it or you go, "I'm done. I'm going to go watch something else." So I, I opted for the second. I'm done. I'm going to mm. go watch something else. And then I picked the DVD up when it was cheap a couple of years ago. Put it in a box. Thought I'll get around to watching that. And then I thought last week I thought, you know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna watch it because I'm in the mood for 24. But mm-hmm. I've seen all the Jack Bauer ones so many times, and I love them, but I've seen them so many times. So, right, no, I'm going to watch Legacy. And I really liked it. I burned mm-hmm. through that in a week. And, and I think when – sorry to, to interrupt, but I think that's where I had the benefit over you the first time because I'd only watched season one of 24. Yeah, I'd only seen one season of Jack Bauer. So when I went over to Legacy – You were fine. Yeah, it was fine because I I hadn't had nine seasons of Jack Bauer. I think I needed the distance mm-hmm. from the Jack Bauer years to now to go, right, yeah. okay, I'm I'm going to accept the fact that Jack Bauer's not in it. He's still mm-hmm. executive producing it, which is a little bit strange. But halfway through it, one of the main characters from 24, the Bauer years, he's in it. <laughs> so I'm like, oh, my God, this is actually – so it's kind of it, – for me, it was like a Mandalorian Book of Boba Fett moment. I'm like, yeah. 
holy shit, it is 24. And I I love that show. I'm quite sad that it's not coming back for another season, but I really <laughs> enjoyed it. Um, it's there was a few things where it's like eh. so the, the real time stuff wasn't quite as accurate as it was in some of the other ones so there'll be mm-hmm. a little bit like, right, I'm going to go home now and then it'll cut back to them three minutes later and they're in their living room you're like there's no way you got home in three minutes <laughs> so there was a couple of those instances but all in all I thought it was a cracking season and that's all on Disney Plus Star if you mm-hmm. happen to be in the UK so you, and you could actually go back and watch the entire run of 24 on Disney Star all the Bower ones and everything but uh, I do love that show. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's fantastic. I was up till about half one the other night, finish, <laughs> finishing it off. I'm like, I need to, need to finish it. So I, I finished the complete season of that off. Uh, Book of Boba Fett I'm up to date with. I have watched 19 episodes of Young Sheldon. Uh, even Annette's quite into that now. I sort of <laughs> sit down and put it on, and then if she happens to be there, then she'll chuckle at it. I think this, I still agree that the, my least favourite character is probably Sheldon mm-hmm. <laughs> in the show. I think Missy is hysterical. I think Mimo's hysterical. I think Georgie, the brother, he's funny. Um, but it's, yeah, I like it. I like it because it's 20 minutes. Yeah. It's easy to watch. I just sit and watch them. My routine is putting one on at half two in the morning while I'm having lunch. Uh-huh. Can't do that tomorrow night, obviously, because I'm at work. But yeah. but I'm enjoying young Sheldon. So I'm, I'm glad you Good. sort of, you persuaded me to watch that one. Well, I jumped onto uh, a TV show on Netflix called Spycraft. Okay. Um, which is really interesting. It's um, it's um, kind of the ins and outs of uh, Spycraft, obviously, um, and uh, kind of tells the story of stuff that went on during the Second World War and that kind of stuff. Um, and each episode focuses on a different type of spycraft. So you'll have uh, kind of information on rooms being bugged um, and how they did certain things, which is a fascinating episode. You know, the the U.S. government at one point um, worked out how to put a listening device into a bullet, fire that bullet into the wall of a building and listen at what was going on inside. Okay. Um, you know, they've got um, how sex was used. Uh, one episode is all about kind of how sex is used in Spycraft. And, you know, each episode is a different kind of Spycraft art form. And it's really kind of eye-opening just to see what kind of uh, th- they've done to each other. Um, you know, and, and when I say done to each other, they, they talk very much uh, a lot about um, kind of Russia's capabilities, yeah. about the US's capabilities and that kind of stuff. Um, so I found that fascinating. Uh, you know, really kind of thought it was a, a great quality program. It makes you massively paranoid, stuff like that, doesn't it? You're like, I'm never going to switch on <laughs> an electrical device ever again. To be fair... <laughs> you can listen to me all you want, you know, um, it will get another viewer for the podcast. It will. So I'm happy. (laughs) (laughs) So we watch, what did we watch? I I mean, we were going to do a Ridley Scott section, but Stu Miller's not here. So we may save that for Mm -hmm. another week, but I watched a film from last year, which is on Disney plus star, I think. Mm -hmm. And it's Ridley Scott's latest film or one of his latest films, along with the house of Gucci, but it's the last duel and it got hammered 
last year. It came out, made barely any money. Nobody mm-hmm. really bothered with it, and it just sort of died a death. And then House of Gucci came out. And nobody went, hey, we like this one, and they carried on talking about that one. So it's dropped onto Disney really, really quick. So I like Ridley Scott. I've always been a fan of his sort mm-hmm. of stuff. So much so when I was doing the uh, the notes for the the five we liked, the ones we didn't, and the ones we hadn't seen, I realised mm-hmm. as like, which one? There's, I think I found easily. I found five that I liked. I yeah. found four of his that I haven't seen. Mm-hmm. No more than that. And I only found one that I didn't really like. And mm-hmm. I didn't hate it. I just like, eh. So that's not bad. That's no, not that's, at all. That was pretty good going. I was expected to have a list of five films or whatever that I disliked, but no, there was just like one of them, and that was Robin Hood, which was still okay, but it's like, mm-hmm. eh, wasn't a massive fan. Uh, so last duel, I put it on. Big battle scene. I'm like, oh, fuck's sake, Ridley. Do you really have to keep doing Gladiator again <laughs> and again? Yes, we like Gladiator. Yes, we like Kingdom of Heaven, but we've seen it before, and it's swords and people getting, you know, chopped up in the mud and blah, 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 blah. So within 10 minutes, I'm thinking, I think I might be done with this, to be fair. I'm not really in the mood for another Gladiator rehash or whatever, as much as I love Gladiator. But then about 20 minutes into it, I'm like, Actually, I'm really liking this film because <laughs> the premise of it is, so you've got three main characters. You've got uh, the one played by Matt Damon, you've got uh, Adam Driver, and you've got Jodie Comer. Mm-hmm. And something happens in the world of these three, and the film is divided into chapters. Okay. It is the truth according to the Matt Damon character. That's one chapter. I've forgotten the character name. So the truth according to the Matt Damon character. And then the second chapter is the truth according to Adam Driver's character. So mm-hmm. it's a similar, you know, it's covering the same events, yeah, but different enough because it's how Adam Driver saw it. And then the third one is the truth by Jodie Comer. Mm-hmm. So you're like, and it's really, really interesting. But then afterwards... So Annette said to me, she's like, so, and I'm trying not to spoil it. She's like, so did such and such happen or whatever? I'm like, well, according to the truth by Jodie Comer, it did. And then afterwards, <laughs> I'm like, yeah, but did it? Because according to the truth to Matt Damon, he doesn't know. And the truth by Adam Driver, it didn't. Did it? I don't know. And it was like doing my head in for about a week. And I'm like, oh my God, that is such a clever film. It's doing my head in. Because I love it when, when movies don't end when the credits do. Yeah. You know, so often you watch the Fast and Furious thing, you're like, yay, that was fun, next. And you forget about it. Mm-hmm. Or, but, but then when you watch a film and it's still in your brain for like days, hours, or weeks after, yeah. that's the sort of movies I love. And it's like The Last Duel. Oh, yeah. I really, really enjoyed that. It's a very smart film. But just get over the first 10 minutes when you think it's going to be a gladiator knockoff because yeah. it's definitely not. It's a very clever film. So I would highly recommend that. Uh, so if you're in the UK, Disney Plus Star has the last duel. Mm-hmm. So have you been playing any video games or, or anything? Um, to be fair, no. Oh. Um, because one of the things that that happened um, at, at Christmas was um, Addy had has, asked for a new um, kind of uh, kind of a redecoration of a bedroom. Yeah. So she wanted to go gaming theme. So. Okay. You know, she's got like kind of a, a new big bean bag and kind of the TV's on this little unit so she can sit in front of the TV on a bean bag and, and, and game and, you know, new gaming cushions and little gaming kind of figures for her shelves, all that kind of stuff. Yeah. 
Um, so the Xbox has now moved from my bedroom okay. to her bedroom. So have you, you haven't got a video game console in your bedroom or living room anymore? We've got one in the living room. We've got the Switch in the living room. Right. Yeah. So, um, but you Switch, know that. Switch doesn't do Minecraft, though, does it? Well, it does do Minecraft, and okay. it does do um, Fortnite and that kind of thing. Right. The only Don't thing... Back that, I keep saying Minecraft. It's Fortnite, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Um, the only thing is when you go from the Xbox series <laughs> to the Switch, the Switch is, you know, so underpowered that yep. you can only run Fortnite on, like, the, the most <laughs> basic of settings. It's like going from a Porsche to a bus pass, really, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So it's yeah. just not a nice experience. Oh, no. So at the moment, my, my gaming has been cut short. Maybe that's helped me regain my uh, productivity and uh, get back to that's the Sci-Fi News website. That is possible. Mm. But it's still nice to just play some games now. I've been doing that this week. I'm on 90, 95% of LEGO Jurassic World. or something. I'm so oh. close. I am so close to, to finishing that game. A hundred percent with all the achievements and everything, <laughs> because I've decided, like I mentioned before, it's like I'm not going to try and just watch every film that's out. I'm not going to watch. I don't want to spend my days off basically watching fifteen movies. Yeah. Uh, I mean, you obviously realise in this podcast we've chatted the majority of stuff hasn't been movie related, which is nice to do now and again. I think. Yeah. Uh, but I've, I think this year I've watched fourteen films, mm-hmm. which is pretty reasonable. But considering it's now the twenty seventh of January. I don't know how you're doing on your films, but at one point you were, you were like day for day, weren't you? Uh, I suspect not so much now because I think you've had like I'm, a week or so off. I'm on about twenty four. So that's not bad. So yeah, not bad. So you could claw that back, really, couldn't you? If Just I go, wanted well, to, yeah. I'm going to watch. Let me find some eighteen minute movies, <laughs> and I will, but, and I will watch them. But to be fair, I have uh, found myself over the past week um doing that thing where um you know I'm I'm 30 minutes in and I'm still searching for something that sounds like I want to watch it and instead of kind of continuing that on and being there 3 hours later yeah I've I've now kind of got this cut off point where I go yeah. you know what I'll put on the big bang yeah exactly I'm not in the mood uh, yeah. therefore you know it's fine I, I there was something I meant to tell you as well uh so you can sign up for a free I think it's either seven days or 30 days. I can't remember which it is, but on Shudder. Ah. And in February, they are dropping Battle Royale 2 onto Shudder. So at some point, I'll get you the exact dates later on, but I've I've got the press release through and they're dropping it onto the Shudder platform, Battle Royale 1 and 2. Okay. So you can always sign up for a free trial, watch Battle Mm -hmm. Royale 2, get the hell out. (laughs) Sounds uh, good. But there is a lot of good stuff on there, but... I think we've well, both, there is. We've, to be fair, because um, I, I I do quite like um, what Amazon have been doing, where Amazon will showcase things on other platforms such as Shudder now, because you can yeah, um, yeah. subscribe to Shudder through the Amazon platform, and I presume they get a kickback. Yeah. Um, and you know, there has been a few times where kind of the the Shudder stuff has popped up, and I thought, oh, that'd be good to watch. And I'm yeah. like, oh, I need a subscription. Shudder is great. I, I have a Shudder subscription and it's great, but I'm also aware that you and I are very similar where it's like, I don't want to have 15 subscriptions. Yeah. And I'm trying to keep them, you know, minimal. So I have Shudder, I have Amazon Prime, I have Netflix, mm-hmm. I have Disney. That's it, I think, at the minute. And obviously, you've got all the free ones like BBC and, and ITV and stuff, but I got rid of Apple. Mm-hmm. I'm like, 
don't need it because I don't like, you know, oh, it's only £7.99. Now I'll get that. But when you've got about seven or eight £7.99s, guess what? That's not £7.99 anymore, is it? It's exactly. a sizable chunk. But for the Shudder thing, it's, it's, I mean, it's, I think it's only like a fiver or something per month. So it's cheaper than a lot of the others. Yeah. But if you just feel in the mood to watch Battle Royale 2, jump on, have the free trial, mm-hmm. batter all the films that you want to watch, yeah. and then and you get out and then return at some point later on. But uh, but yeah, I meant to tell you about that. This sounds good. So uh, what are your plans for the coming week? Any any updates on when the boiler will be back? Nothing at the moment. I'm waiting uh, for a phone call to say when I can be fitted in. Um, so we will see when that happens. Um, so for, for the foreseeable future, I uh, will be an Ewok. Yep. Um, the So... So I'm going to be cold. Yeah. Um, I I think I'm going to do more of what I did this this week, which is um, kind of productivity art when it comes to um, the sci-fi news site. Yeah. I want hopefully tomorrow, if the weather's okay, to actually get the first trip out of the house done nice. and actually go and get some fresh air, get a bit of exercise in. Um, and and then yeah the 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 day job will roll around and uh, I'll be back to that. Let me know how your day trip goes. I will do. I, I'm really uh, looking forward to it. Actually, I really am. It is good. I would, and I'm sure you will. But just stay away from crowds because that's weird. It's like I don't feel comfortable when there's like lots of people and like Ugh, like that because well, this, this you become acclimatized I, to to be. Why I'm going into nature? Um, there might even be a picture that Nicole will take of me hugging a tree. Yeah, I do get, get that yeah. picture. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm. Uh, I'm gonna end this podcast episode in a minute or two. Uh, Music-wise, I said I'd give Chris a shout out. You know, earlier on in this podcast, he has yes, got a new album. Out. Nothing but victims left is oh. Anorex's new EP, which I picked up. I see. I signed up because I bought one. Mm-hmm. You know, he, he lets me know when there's a new one coming out. Well, he, I don't know whether he does personally, but, you know, his Bandcamp page lets me know when there's a new one. So, well, and, and to be fair, anybody should go and listen to this stuff. You because, should. you know, I've been over there now and I really enjoy what, what Chris does. So it, It's on my playlist for tomorrow night. I've, I added it. Great. I've made a 12-hour playlist, which is not, unfortunately, Chris, it's not just your music. Um, <laughs> but you are alongside... Rob Zombie, you are alongside Angels and Airwaves, Linkin Park, and NRX. So that's pretty much 12 hours of you guys. Uh, and you will keep me going through a very long and very, very stressful shift. But I'm really, I'm digging the new the new EP. I always get very excited. And I always make sure I chuck a few dollars in for him as well. I know it's, it's free on certain platforms, but I like the digital download because I'm still one of these Stone Age bastards who's got an iPod. So, you know. And when your internet goes down, I still listen to it. I'm not talking about for five minutes here. If something happens and your internet goes down for a week, you'll be glad that you've thrown in a bit of money and actually went and got the the MP3 downloads. Well, like a couple of months ago, we had a power cut in the street. The whole street went out. Bang. Mm -hmm. Eight o'clock in the morning. And I woke up in the morning. I'm thinking, why are there no LEDs on in this room? This is weird. (laughs) What's happened? Has the apocalypse finally happened? And I went downstairs and all the power's off. Oh, shit. And then I thought, well, I'll go to the shop and get some milk because it's right across the road. And I crossed the road and some one of the neighbours a few doors down went, oh, shop, shop. And I'm like, all oh, right. Power cut by any chance? And went, yes. So I'm like, all right. And so the whole street was out. So I came back and I'm like, I can't put telly on. Mm-hmm. I can't play video games. Can't really go on my laptop because my internet router's out. Shit, what can I do? I'll put my iPod on. 
-hmm. and I was still able to charge it up because of the battery power from the laptop. Yep. So I just sat and listened to podcasts for about two, three hours and listened to music. And, uh, <laughs> and then the power came back on and it was great. But yeah, had I just been internet-based, I might have had to have read a book. Yep. It could have been a freaking disaster. <laughs> it's like, I forgot, which way do you read a book? I, I can't. I can't remember, but no, I, I have actually been reading a book. I've been back into my Mick Garris book and I read an entire chapter all about the making of Cycle for the beginning. Oh, um, so I've, I've gone past all the Critters 2 stuff, Cycle for the beginning. And the next chapter apparently is about a TV series called The She-Wolf of London, which I've Lovely. never heard of and don't even know <laughs> if it became a thing, but I dare say I will find out. So... Uh, but yeah, that's a bit of a diversion from Chris's Enerex new EP. So I would highly recommend that. So thank you, Chris. Keep up the good work. I'm mm -hmm. glad to hear you're productive because your productivity, Chris, stops me from jumping out a fucking window. <laughs> so keep keep it up. You're saving my life. <laughs> so, uh, but yeah, you enjoy the rest of your evening, Rob. Thank you very much. You too. Have me in your thoughts tomorrow night from 8 o'clock until 7 a.m. I will be uh, <laughs> wishing you many boxes of Kleenex. Yes, I'm taking hand sanitizer in. I'm wearing my mask until I sit at my desk. I, I, I want to see a such... picture of you armed with at least two spray bottles of uh, Dettol. Yeah, well, I'm, uh, I'm, at this minute, I'm making a Lucille. So if anybody <laughs> does get too close to me, you know, they're going to get glenned. Yep, sounds so, good. There you go. But you enjoy your nights. Always a pleasure talking to you. Mm -hmm, and, you uh, Abel, we can get through tomorrow night shift. All right. See you later, Rob. Goodbye. Bye. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.